Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Nedaveda. I am your host. This episode, we're just going to jump right into because I didn't even know I was recording this one today until I sat down and began to look at my notes and see what's up for the week. And going off of how long the previous one took, this one's going to probably take a while too. So without further ado, let's jump right into Health Myths Busted Part 2. Just a little recap from Part 1. If you didn't already listen to it, it was the original Health Myths Busted episode. It was episode 26, and it came out in... Well, I was going to say early February, but it was literally the first day of February. It came out on February 1st. So I'm just going to go over really quickly what we already spoke about, what myths we busted regarding health. And just a reminder, this is more like nutrition-based myths, not really workout exercise myths. Those are all part of the fitness myths busted series that we have going on. So from the OG episode one, we have... Snacking is bad, which we busted because snacking can help you reach your goal. It also allows you ways to get in extra proteins, fruits, veggies, all that good stuff. Second myth was calorie counting is the only thing to help weight slash fat loss, which is busted. Obviously, you can lose weight or fat not tracking your calories. Does it help? Yes. Do you need it? No. Number three, food timing doesn't matter. Kind of busted. Um, talking about food timings, obviously, if you're right before bed probably not the best for you if you fast for a million hours. Also probably not the best for you health-wise. So keeping that in mind. Next one, greens powder reduces bloating. You guys know by now I have a huge vendetta against green powder. So that's obviously busted. Eat your fucking fruits and vegetables. You don't need to spend $50 on a powder of greens. It's so, it's like Honestly, the biggest money scheme I've ever seen in my entire life, but I cannot digress and go into that because I will be here for an hour. Next up, exercise is the key to losing weight. Busted. Yes, it obviously helps you. And coming from a certified personal trainer, it hurts me to say this, but then coming from a nutrition coach certification, I agree with it because abs are made in the kitchen. There's a reason that saying is a thing and your food ultimately determines your makeup. If you eat in a deficit, you're going to lose weight. If you eat at maintenance, you're going to stay the same. You can do body recomp. We can get into that later. And then if you eat more than you burn, you are going to gain weight and or muscle. Um, Next myth, eating the same thing every day is good. Busted. You need to have a variety in your diet, whether it's switching broccoli for asparagus one day, whether it's switching ground turkey for ground chicken. You need a range of vitamins and minerals and nutrients that each food provides you because no food gives you the same exact chemical compound chemical makeup. Oh my God. Am I a scientist? (laughs) Last two. All your meals and snacks need to be perfect. That was busted. Obviously, hello, look who you're talking to. I eat a beet and then I'll have a slice of chocolate cake. Like, hello, I eat Rice Krispie Treats every single day. Not every meal is perfect. Do what you can. Eat clean, eat right 80% of the time, and then live your life the other 20%. And then going into the last one, 
You must eat gluten slash dairy-free. Fucking busted. You guys know I hate all these fucking fad diets. If your doctor, like your actual doctor, has diagnosed you as having celiac or an autoimmune disease that prevents you from eating gluten, then you should not eat gluten. If you're just doing it because your favorite fitness influencer is gluten-free, guess what? You are fucking up your entire metabolism and all your insides, and it's going to lead to more problems down the line. Not to mention, gluten-free foods are oftentimes more expensive and honestly, don't taste that great. So let's call spade a spade. And same thing with dairy. Um, dairy's great. There's so many dairy alternatives. Maybe don't eat like super high fat cheeses every day and maybe like, you know, change those up a bit. But overall, those you can have gluten and dairy and still live your best life. All right. Now that I take a breather. <sighs> Big deep breath in, big deep breath out. I wanted to rush through those eight really quickly because I'm obviously not going to repeat any of them in this series, which I feel like we could easily do a series. We have a few going on now. We have booty gains, which I did a part one and part two. We have the fitness myths busted. I did a part one and part two. Now this is part two of the health myths busted. So we could definitely continue these three. And it's funny because these ones, I feel like were my most listened to and downloaded ones. The booty gains one definitely. So I guess you guys really like the booty gains. <laughs> All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode, which is the Health Myths Busted Part Two. So we're gonna do eight more. And yeah, here are typical myths you hear within the health and fitness community. Um, another eight more. Let's get into it. So The first one I have, it might be controversial, but just hear me out, hear me out before y'all come coming for me. Vegan slash vegetarian diets are better for weight loss. This is busted. And before anyone says anything, I actually have a whole episode coming out later on like how I feel about vegan and vegetarian diets. But just to put it out here now, If you are looking to lose weight, to lose body fat, to do a little bit of recomp, no matter what it is, you need to be eating adequate protein. And I'm going to start by acknowledging there are differences between vegan and vegetarian, but for argument's sake and for the sake of time, I'm going to group them together as one as basically um, people who don't eat meat. I know there's a difference. I'm aware of that. I'm just saying again, for all intensive purposes, we can go deeper into another episode, but we're going to kind of bust this because when you choose to no longer eat meat, you're losing a really great source of animal protein and lean animal protein at that. So similarly with what I just said with the whole cutting out gluten and dairy, unless your doctor tells you you need to cut out a certain food, this is just how I feel in general, you shouldn't do it. Now, that's coming from a health and fitness perspective. The other side and the other perspective I have with these diets is if you're doing it for ethical reasons, hats off to you. That's awesome. I condone you. That's great. I can never do it. But if you are choosing to live a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle for the ethics of it, that's awesome. I think if you're doing it to lose weight or because you think it's going to help you lose weight, I think that's stupid. I think that you can just add in more vegetables and fruits to your diet. You don't have to make this huge, big change. 
and just go zero to 100 real quick. Because when you do that, again, you're losing great sources of animal proteins like lean chicken, lean beef, steak, turkey, tuna. Those are all great sources of protein. They're relatively inexpensive and they're easy and quick to make and prep and store. So that's just my take on that. Um, There are also limited options. So it's easier to lose weight because you're probably going to have a hard time eating stuff at first. Like if you're going from a standard diet to then you're now trying to figure out what's vegan, what's not. I feel like when I attempted to eat like a vegan or vegetarian, actually I'll say vegan because vegetarian was kind of easier. It was also five years ago. So I feel like now things are so different. Like everything, like when you go to the supermarket, there's a lot more plant-based stuff that you can find. So my experience may not be the best to touch upon, but I just feel like in general, it's a lot easier to make those health and fitness changes, whether you want to stay in a deficit or gain muscle, whatever it is, with eating meat. Because again, lots of lean protein options. Um, And also going off of the plant-based foods you see now, the quality probably isn't as, I mean, it's not probably, the quality isn't as good as a natural whole protein source. Like when you go down the freezer aisle of Stop and Shop and you see all these plant-based chicken nuggets and everything, they're so processed and there's so many ingredients in them that like, yes, they might be vegan, but like you're better off just eating a can of tuna or a rotisserie chicken because then you know it's just tuna and then you know it's just chicken. Again, this is from a health and fitness perspective. It's not about if you're doing this type of diet for like ethical reasons. Like that's different. Um, but from a food point of, from a food point, from a standpoint of just looking to lose weight, lose body fat, recomp, whatever to get your protein in, I don't think you should be leaning towards a vegan or vegetarian diet. Just stick with the foods you eat, add in some vegetables here and there and call it a day. Next. This one is one of my favorites. Um, health myth number two. You can boost your immune system. This is busted. I don't care what the fuck TikTok tells you. There is nothing you can do to boost your immune system. There is nothing I can do to boost my immune system. And here's why. You don't want to boost it because then you're overworking it. And then with an overworked immune system, it might attack your body's actual system, aka your autoimmune systems. So if you see someone on TikTok who's like, oh, you can boost your immune system by doing this and this and this. Like, yeah, you may feel good for a day or two, but like it's doing more damage than it is good. It's kind of like when, like if you, I'm going to give such a weird example, but it's kind of like when you're making a cake for someone, right? And you're like, oh, well, I'll just, no, that's such a bad example. (laughs) Ignore that. I don't know how to like, it's kind of like when you're building something from Ikea, right? Like you're building a dresser and then you look and you see five nails that you didn't use. And it's like, oh, it's fine. It'll stay. The dresser might stay for a day or two and then it's going to fucking fall and collapse and break. So keep that in mind. Your immune system is already working. Don't boost it. It's just going to overwork. And how do you feel when you're overworked? You're cranky, you're tired, you're just irritable. That's how your immune system is going to be. And you don't want it to be like that. 
So instead of trying to boost your immune system, try and support it. Give her a little bit of love. Make sure everything's working and functioning. And if nothing is working or functioning, then maybe go see someone for that. But things you can do is get quality sleep, manage stress, move your body, etc. Like just everyday things that we should all be doing. Number three, which is a personal, um, this one really touches my soul. Myth number three, the egg yolk is bad. This is so busted. I hate when I see people like divide the egg up and only eat the egg whites and throw the egg yolk away because A, egg whites are fucking gross. They taste like shit. I don't care how much hot sauce you put on it. They taste like garbage. And I know that because I used to eat a lot of them and I tried flavoring them up and I would literally convince myself they tasted good. And we all know egg whites don't fucking taste good. But anyway, busted. The entire egg is good for you, both the egg whites, both the yolk. The yolk provides vitamins and minerals such as iron, potassium, folate, vitamin B12, and magnesium, probably more. It also helps keep your heart healthy and reduces your risk of stroke. So think about that next time you want to throw the yolk in the garbage. And also, it's delicious. Did I mention that already? (laughs) It's so freaking good. And it's so aesthetic. Like, think about all the egg yolk videos you see. Like, do you guys remember? I think it was like when Instagram was two or three years in. I think I was in high school at the time. But when it like started getting kind of big and yolk porn, it was like hashtag yolk porn. And that was on everyone's Instagram. And it was usually like on an avocado toast. Those were like the best days back when like once you hit 11 likes, like it went to the number and not like the people who liked it. Like, (laughs) I feel like I'm not that old too. I know my demographic is around my age too. So I know you guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Number four, this myth, this health myth is fresh fruits and vegetables are better for you. This is busted. Because the frozen ones are just as beneficial and they can even be cheaper, plus they last long. So next time you're in a grocery store and you see blueberry, frozen blueberries on sale, two packs for $3, don't skip on it. Have it and keep it and store it because more likely than not, they're going to last you years in the freezer. And I'm pretty sure you're going to eat them at some point, whether you're going to put them in some oats, some pancakes, or maybe you're going to put them in a margarita or blend them up in a smoothie or a cocktail. Like you do what you want to do with the blueberries, but don't skimp on the frozen fruits or the frozen vegetables. And when it comes to terms of like the nutrients in them, they're the same. Look at the macros, look at the back of the bag. It's the same. It's just frozen. Plus, what do you think happens when, you know, your mom buys you 50 apples and you don't eat them all? That was such a bad example because who the fuck freezes apples? Okay, I'll do another one. We already use blueberries. Okay, so what happens when someone buys like two things of bananas and you don't eat all the bananas? What do you do? You peel them. Sometimes you slice them up and then you put them in the freezer. So same thing, potato, potato. Freeze frozen stuff is not bad. Fresh fruit is not significantly better for you. They're all the same. And if they are, it's maybe the fraction. Like it's maybe the tiniest bit. And if we go back to episode, oh my God, when was it? Um, wait, did I not do the, oh, I did the rock episode. Okay. Going back to episode nine, all the way back, we talked about the big rocks, the pebbles and the grains of sand. 
when it comes to life, the people who look at the difference in nutritional makeup of fresh versus frozen raspberries, it's literally a grain of sand. Like you're still eating fucking raspberries. You're still getting the benefits. You're still getting the flavor. You're still getting your food in. Let's move on with our day. So yeah, that's the first four health and myth myths busted part two. Alrighty, time to go to part two of part two. Part two of part two. Here are the last four health and myths busted that we have so far, but definitely part three to come somewhat soon. We got to get booty gains part two and then fitness myths. I'm sorry, booty gains part three and then fitness myths part three, and then we'll do health myths part three to come. This one took quite a while in between, but listen, it was worth the wait, right? I feel like these are pretty good myths that I found and that I remembered to write down. (laughs) Number five. Yes. If you eat fat, you will get fat. This is busted. And I will tell you that I, for the longest time, to be completely honest, was so scared to eat an avocado and I was so scared to eat cheese. And speaking of eggs from the previous one, I was so scared to like eat an egg and I would make my mom buy those cartons of egg whites that taste like absolute garbage. Because I was scared that I would get fat. Like this was when I was in my really disordered workout phase where I was working out so much and eating basically oats and sweet potatoes and chicken. It was really bad, but it's fine. Um, yeah, but obviously I learned now because I eat avocado and eggs pretty much every single day that it's literally fine. You can eat fats. And as we all know, macros one-on-one baby fats are literally one of the three macronutrients. What are macronutrients? The big three nutrients your body needs to function and survive and maintain homeostasis and help you and energize you and all that good stuff. And those three are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. So yes, you do need fats. You will not get fat if you eat fat. Your body literally needs fat in your diet to stay well-balanced, healthy, and keep your body at homeostasis. I just feel like I got really bad deja vu (laughs) repeating that again. But in case... You can already get it. Get it now. That fat does not make you fat. Fat is delicious. Even when, like, fat can be easily manipulated. But, like, the reason also that I think people have this stigma is that when we talk about losing fat on your body and losing weight or stuff, we really push lean proteins. So, Lean proteins would be something like looking at ground chicken and ground turkey at the grocery store and opting for 99.1% ground turkey versus 90.10. Because what that means is that out of that, 99% of it is lean meat and there's 1% fat versus 90% of it is lean and 10% fat. Or honestly, sometimes, especially with beef, you see lower numbers like 70-30. So 70% of that is lean protein, 30% of that is fat. When you're looking to lose weight, and this is where you have to t- like understand the science behind it. For every one gram of a carb or a protein, it's four calories. For every one gram of a fat, it's nine calories. So no matter what macro app you use, your fats are more than likely going to be lower naturally only because 
for that X amount of grams, like let's say they give you 50 grams of fat, that's nine calories per that one gram. So it's going to be 450 calories that you're allotted for fats, which can add up very quickly depending on what you're putting into your body and what you're eating. So that's why like, it's kind of like you're playing Tetris when you're macro tracking and when you're looking at what to eat, you have to be conscious of like, okay, this fat, this piece of meat has more fat than not. So I probably can't have an avocado with it. And I probably can't cook it in butter or oil because it has a significant amount of fat. Versus if you opted for a leaner protein, you can maybe have like a slice of cheese with it or part of an avocado or add some butter on your toast or something. I don't know. Or have some nuts on the side, stuff like that. So it's kind of just like a balancing game of like, okay, where can we put some fats? Where can we put some carbs? Where can we take out some fats and things like that? But if you eat fat, you will not get fat. So there you go. Number six, buying quote unquote organic is better. That is busted. And I'll tell you right now, just because it's quote unquote organic doesn't mean it's free from pesticides. And if you want to get real technical, farmers who grow organic are actually allowed to use chemicals that are naturally derivative. No, what did I write? That's completely wrong. Okay, so ignore that. I apparently don't know anything about the farmers. <laughs> but I do know there are certain guidelines and there's so much leeway with what they can actually put onto your food and what they can't. So no matter what you're buying, when you come home, you should always be cleaning it anyway. Also, it's been like sitting in the grocery store. Like that's gross. Um, I don't actually know how to clean fruit like I see on TikTok. What I do is I just put it in a bowl all the fruits, all the veggies separately, obviously, because I'm OCD. I put it with baking soda and then just let it sit, then rinse it off. And then you're good to go. A little bit of vinegar, whatever, clean it up. Um, Just clean it. (laughs) Clean all the food. I don't care if you buy it organic or not, clean it. And also organic is just more expensive. There's really like no added benefit. Maybe what you want to like look out for is if you eat the if you eat the whole thing like the outside of the fruit like an apple or a blueberry then it might make a little bit more sense to buy organic but at the end of the day if blueberries that are organic are ten dollars and non-organic ones are two dollars get the fucking two dollar ones because you can just clean it out like it's i don't know i feel like again it's a pebble it's a grain of sand in the jar of rocks it's so insignificant you'll be fine Number seven, we're getting down to the last two. You should drink eight ounces of water a day. This is busted. And we're obviously going into it. Like, yes, staying hydrated is important and you should be drinking your water, but just like everything else, it's all dependent on you and it's individual to you and it's unique to you and it's unique to me and it's unique and individualized to everyone. Eight ounces of water a day also is like nothing. Um, I think it's like a cup, if I'm like not mistaken. I feel like it's really not that much water. But what I will say is that it's recommended that you drink half your percent of body weight in ounces. So, for example, if you are 150 pounds, 150 divided by two is 75. 
you should aim to drink at least 75 ounces per day. And there's such a range of that. Like that's probably where your bare minimum hydration should be. And then it really shouldn't be like a crazy amount. Like you shouldn't also be chugging water to the point where your pee is so, so clear. Cause like, yeah, like your pee should be clear and it shouldn't be like yellow, but it also shouldn't be like crystal clear where like you can't even see that you peed. Do you know those kind of peas that I'm talking about? Like when you're so hydrated and like just doesn't even show. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Because if you drink too much water, it's also not good because then you're literally peeing out your nutrients that your body either intook from food or drink or just naturally has. And yeah, you want to keep some nutrients in your body because hello, you obviously need nutrients in your body. And yeah, that's it. If 75 ounces or however much your half of your body weight pounds is, is too much, then you start with baby steps. Like, let's say this person's 150 pounds and their goal is to drink 75 ounces of water per day, but they're currently at 30. Well, we're not going from 30 to 75 overnight. We're going to start with, let's keep, let's, if you're doing 30 a day, let's start with 35. Let's start with 40. Next week. Great. We can do 40 easily. Let's jump to 50 and gradually get there. Don't just start doing things overnight. It's not, that's not how life works. It's not going to help you in the long run. This is the issue that I really see and I really have with people, especially those who don't really understand health and fitness, is that you expect everything to just be done overnight. And that's not how life fucking works. You need to actually put time and effort into changing your habits and your lifestyle for this to become a long-term successful thing. I cannot fucking stand when people say that they're just losing weight for their birthday or summer vacation or a wedding. It's like, who fucking cares? The day comes, the day goes. Your vacation comes, your vacation goes. You're back on a plane home to JFK. And then what? Like, you still have your body to look out for. You still have your body to take care of. People need to get to a place where it's like, okay, I am good in the way I look. I'm confident. I'm energized. I'm not sluggish. I'm happy. And, you know, let's say there is a wedding or an event coming up. Okay, if you have to lose, maybe you could go down a little bit of weight, then it's like, all right, whatever. Like, it is what it is. But you're not doing these crazy, drastic crash diet things. And you're not just doing all these, like, insane things that you see on social media and drinking all these stupid fat burners and whatever and doing fasted cardio for 10 hours because that's bullshit, stupid, no benefits. But that was my rant. Balance, balance, balance. We're all about balance here. And if you didn't know by now, then you should know because that's what's going to get us into the next and final health myth busted because this is weights and wine because you can do the weights and you can have the wine because life's about balance. And speaking of wine, this last myth is eating before drinking prevents you from getting drunk. Surprisingly, this is kind of busted. So, yes, like if you eat, before you drink, the food does help your body absorb alcohol, but it just delays it from entering your bloodstream. It doesn't restrict it. So if you eat a huge burger and fries and you had mozzarella sticks for an appetizer and potato skins, and you had the bread basket, and then you're going out taking shots, it might be harder for you to get drunk because you've just eaten so much, but you will still get drunk. Your body, it does, it's not just like, oh, great, it cancels out like it's PEMDAS. Like, I ate, so I'm not getting drunk. 
you're still going to feel the effects of alcohol. It's just going to be later. Because what happens is your body absorbs, absorbs, your, your body absorbs alcohol more slowly after a big meal. So eating before drinking can also help limit the severity of your hangover. So yes, it's like, it will help you. But if you're out taking 20 tequila shots, like you're still going to wake up feeling like shit and you're still going to wake up hungover. That's not going to affect it. But if you're having maybe a glass or two of wine, you'll probably be like good. Um, unless you're like me and I cannot have two glasses of wine because I will be done and I will be tired after that. But I guess that's just what happens when you used to drink six nights a day in college and now you don't. So crazy how life works out. But yeah, those are the eighth myths busted part two. I will rapid fire go over them one more time. Vegan vegetarian diet is better for weight loss. That is busted. Eat your lean animal proteins. Unless you are doing it for ethical reasons. For weight loss specifically, it is not the best. Number two, you can boost your immune system. Busted. You are going to overwork your immune system and cause it to wreak havoc on you. Yes, I'm being dramatic. Yes, that was a joke. But still, just manage your stress. Sleep. Move your body. Do all that good stuff. Number three, the egg yolk is bad. Busted. We love the yolk. We stand the egg yolk. Justice for the fucking egg yolk. Eat the egg yolk. It's got, it's full of nutrients. Just eat it. It's delicious. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Next up, fresh fruits and vegetables are better. Busted. You can also freeze them. You can buy frozen ones. They're relatively cheaper too. Or do what you want to do if you want to keep buying fresh ones. More power to you. Next one, if you eat fat, you will get fat. Busted. Fats are one of the macronutrients, aka you need them to maintain happiness in your body, aka homeostasis. Number six, buying organic is better. Busted. Um, they can still add chemicals to them if they want. <laughs> it's not significantly better. It's just significantly more expensive. And when you get home, you should wash your fruits and vegetables no matter what. Anyway, number seven, you should drink eight ounces of water a day busted. It is all dependent on you, your body, and your needs. Your goal should be about half of your body weight in ounces. So if you are 150 pounds, your goal should be 75 pounds. Um, Whoa, 75 ounces. If you weigh 200 pounds, your goal should be 100 ounces of water, and then you can adjust up from there. And number eight, eating before drinking prevents you from getting drunk. Kind of busted doesn't prevent you, but it does delay the absorption of alcohol. And we are done with the health myths. Busted part two. I knew I was going to run out of time, even with my rapid fire intro and conclusion, but I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you had a good laugh or a chuckle, and I hope something resonated with you. I hope I busted some of your health myths, and I hope you all learn and know that you can eat your protein and eat your fats and eat the egg yolk, and you will be fine. If you found this episode helpful, please make sure to leave a review. You can like and subscribe and you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Neda, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. And I'll catch you next week.